Hello and welcome to We're Watching What. I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two movies up for review this week. It's been a light week, it probably will be for a while, but also a reminder that episode three of WandaVision is now out on Disney+, Plus, and I feel like episode three, this is not a spoiler, but I think this is the one that really gives you a reason to keep tuning in. So if you've been holding off on watching till now, or you were a little confused, I think this is going to be the one that hooks us all and gets us sort of intrigued in the greater mystery. So without further ado, here's We're Watching What? First up is The White Tiger, which is out on Netflix, and I didn't know pretty much anything going into this film. I'd heard relatively good things, and so I just kind of went into it blind, which is sometimes the most pleasant way to go into films, just because you don't have any expectations. It's from director and writer, although it's an adaptation, it's from director and writer Raman Bahrani, who did a film I really enjoyed several years ago called 99 Homes, with Michael Shannon and Andrew Garfield, but then he did the HBO, it came out on HBO, the adaptation of Fahrenheit 451, also with Michael Shannon, who I'm a big fan of, and uh, and Michael B. Jordan was in that, and it was that did not go so well. So I uh, didn't realize that he was the director until the end, so that didn't really impact it, but it is funny in many senses. It's also pretty dark in other senses. It takes place in India and it follows this one character called Balram and he comes from a low caste and it takes place in relatively modern day. I think early 2000s probably is when the beginning is set and he is sort of working his way up the ladder. His goal is to become a servant and I think as Western audiences we don't really realize how much the economic st structure over there still relies on uh, service industry and not in the same way that we think of, not that the service industry in the West is treated that much better probably than over there, but you know, there are still technically servants to richer masters and he aspires to be one because it's still a slightly more, it's still a more stable job and better opportunity than the ones available to him in his small town. And then it sort of becomes about his ambition and coming to terms with where his life goals are. And I think that's all I will say about the plot. I think the most recognizable name to people, again, from Western audiences is going to be Priyanka Chopra Jonas. She plays the wife of the person that Balram is serving. You know, I... <laughs> I enjoyed the film. I felt like it was a little bit long. I think it could have been faster. There were a couple moments where the, the structure of it, this isn't really a spoiler, but it, it sort of narrated through this email that Balram's character is sending to the premier of China and talking about him being an entrepreneur and all of these things and how so much in common. And there were a couple of kind of racist things that I didn't love. I understand where they might be coming from in terms of this would make sense for this character's worldview and his sort of limited education and the perception that maybe somebody in India would have versus somebody in the United States or somebody in Europe would have of China. And, you know, uh, it's a very complicated relationship, but I didn't love those parts just because I am Chinese and, you know, I get a little sensitive about these things. I'm tired of, you know, stereotypes amongst inter-Asian and Southeast Asian groups, but that's a, that's a whole complicated thing to unpack later. Yeah, I think my biggest challenge with this was it did feel a little long. There were a couple of moments that I felt like could have been trimmed down a bit, but aside from that, I think the performances are great. The story is unexpected. I think Adarsh Gaurav, who plays Balram, is just very talented. His ability to sort of flip back and forth between this pleasant servitude attitude and, and his sort of introspective moments is very impressive. I do want to point out that the filmmaker is American, and so I know people are probably going to be like, oh, this is such an Indian film, blah, blah. It is. It feels very true to what I'm, again, I'm assuming is an accurate experience over there, but this definitely has a 
a perspective that comes from exposure to the United States. So I think it's worth watching. The other thing I like about it is that it doesn't feel particularly exploitative of poverty, which is something that quite frankly, of many countries, including the United States have to deal with and that we tend to shy away from. And I think there's sort of the like, everyone's dirty lives in a slum approach. And then there's the sort of, there's a range of prosperity and living situations. And this film I feel like does a decent job of taking that approach to it. So I'm gonna give it four out of five. I'm gonna take a quick break and be right back. And then the other film I have this week is called Brothers by Blood. And I just stumbled upon this film because I'm a big fan of the two leads. It's Matthias Schoenarts, or probably Schoenarts, it's, it's how I'm guessing Americans would pronounce it, but I, he's Belgian. So it's Schoenarts and Joel Kinnaman, who is technically Swedish, uh, Swedish-American, who uh, you might know from Altered Carbon and from Suicide Squad. Matthias Schoenarts, you might know from, uh, I love him in Far From the Madding Crowd. He was in The Danish Girl. He also is in The Old Guard, which came out on Netflix with Charlize Theron. So I was like, all right, I really like those guys. Guys, I'm in. Why not? There's not a lot coming out. I this is this is not a very good film. Uh, I'm sorry to say because it takes place in Philadelphia because of course what screams Philadelphia other than a Belgian and a Swedish American star? Duh. It basically jumps right in and it's about gang altercations. And Joel Kinnaman's character is high up on the totem pole of one gang and it's the it's the Italians and the Irish, which I was like. <laughs> Look, I don't really know a ton about either of those groups or the gangs of those groups. And I know that the this is well trod upon cinematic territory and we're supposed to just sort of leap into a conflict like that because we go, okay, here's one group and here's another group. But you have to give me more than just these people come from different heritages to you know, have an actual conflict in a film. The The main thing is basically Joel Kinnaman and Matthias's characters are cousins and uh, Matthias doesn't really necessarily agree with the way that Joel's running things. And so blah, 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 conflict, uh, violence, boxing. There's a lot of stuff about boxing, horses. I just, <sighs> I don't dislike crime dramas and I don't necessarily dislike mob related stuff. I think if it's done well, it's really compelling, but this was sort of trying to coast by on all the tropes of the genre instead of actually making us care about these characters or the situation they're in or having any sort of compelling motivation to just any of them. Also, I was really confused for a while because Ryan Phillippe is in it. And I was like, is he? Who, who is he supposed to be? And then it took me a while to realize I'd missed a moment and there are flashbacks that involve him. But either way, I thought I was gonna be able to recommend this as just like a, hey, put it on the background. It's not a bad, you know, if you're missing this sort of crimey thriller, drama, gritty stuff, but I don't even think it's worth your time on that one, unfortunately. So I'm only gonna give it 1.5 out of five. And I'm gonna say, look at their other filmography instead. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.